Hey, did you know that HubSpot launched an AI chatbot that helps you build awesome campaigns at scale with just a few prompts? It's called Campaign Assistant and it's totally free to use. It's an AI tool that will transform the way you build marketing campaigns at scale. And the best part, it works seamlessly with all of HubSpot's marketing and sales tools to scale your output across email, social, and more. So AI your way to the most effective campaigns yet at hubspot.com slash campaign dash assistant. Tis the season when everything can feel a little out of control. We're all splitting focus between our business and our marketing and our family and our friends, and it can feel like we don't have even an extra second to spare for making sure that we're still on track to finish the year strong and hit our goals. And that's why we've put together this five-minute marketing challenge, which is a series that will challenge you to create one piece of marketing using the story brand framework so you can keep your business moving forward even in the midst of this crazy season. And today we're challenging you to create a piece of marketing where you call your customer to action. Hello, Hero Maker. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. And hello, Hero Maker. April, I am in the process of rewatching Stranger Things. Oh, oh my gosh. I love that show. Right? It's yes. so good. It really is like each season is like a nine hour movie. Yes. You know, it's like from beginning to end, it is so tight. It is so fun. There are many moments in it where I jump and there are many moments in it where I cry. Mm -hmm. And there are many moments where I laugh. It has it all. <laughs> it really does. It really does. And it's interesting because I always watch movies and TV shows through the lens of story framework, right? Like through the story brand framework in particular and watching like, do they have the elements? Is it good? Is it clear? Is it obvious? All of those things. I, I judge movies. I'm, I'm very judgy when it comes <laughs> to movies. You have a judgy part. I do. It's uh, not I mean, all no. of you. No, no. But when it comes to movies, the first viewing is usually pretty judgy. Yeah. I actually, if I like a movie, I have to watch it a second time to just like be in it. Because the first time I'm usually like, oh, they missed that part. Oh, wait. Oh, there's the there's the climactic scene coming up. There's foreshadowing. There's the Dawn save the cat said, moment. Like uh, at the very beginning of this whole process, like I'm going to ruin movies for yeah. you. And yeah. that is absolutely what has happened <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now that we know the story brand framework. For sure. Yes. And as I'm rewatching Stranger Things, at the end of each of the seasons, there is an objective. There is a thing that they're working towards and this moment that they know they have to do something. And if they do that thing they are going to be safe. And it's a little confusing in the in the beginning, but always about in the middle, they start developing their plan. They start figuring it out. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do a little spoiler. It's not a crazy spoiler, but I'm just going to use these words. So if you haven't seen it, it's not going to be too much spoiler. But what they have to do is close the gate. 
that it really becomes kind of the theme of each of the seasons as they have to close the gate. And it becomes very obvious that is the action that they are working towards in order to win the day. And that's one of the elements that makes Stranger Things so good. They have all the other elements in there. Every piece of the story framework is there. But one of the pieces of the story brand framework and story framework in general is there has to be a clear call to action that the hero needs to take in order to win the day. And it can't be ambiguous. There has to be one thing that the hero has to do and they know they're working towards that. So I'll quiz you here. Okay. okay see, because okay. I think you'll be able to know some of this exactly from the moves I'm saying. So in Lord of the Rings, what is the one thing that Frodo, the hero, must do in order to win the day? Got to get that ring into that fire lava yes, pit. Absolutely. Yes. Like there's no the entire thing is about that. And that's the moment that when the hero is brave enough to do it and does it, then everybody wins, right? So it's really, really clear. It's not like, well, let's just wander around for a while. Like getting there is hard and how they're gonna get there is hard, but then they know very clearly that's what has to happen. All right, now I'm gonna go old school. This actually we'll see if this <laughs> we'll see if it was uh, if you remember this. So in Teen Wolf with Michael okay. J. Fox, not Jason Bateman, okay. but in, not okay. Teen Wolf 2, but in Teen Wolf gets towards the end of the movie and there's one kind of climactic scene, one thing that he has to do at the very end of the movie in order to win the day. And is it, that is... It's like make a certain shot yes, in the yes, basketball game, right? Yes, yes. yes. He has to sink the free throws. Yeah. We know everything hinges on this moment. And he has to step up to that line and he gets super quiet and then you just hear the ball bouncing, right? Right. Boom. Boom. Yes. And then the ball goes up in the air. <gasps> And everybody holds their breath and it's silent. They cut all sound out. And then all of a sudden that ball goes through that net and everybody goes crazy jumping up and down. It's insane. But we know it's really clear. Like it's not like, well, how do I win this game? Right. At the very end. And that moment of sinking that shot, what that does in the movie, for those of us who remember Teen Wolf, (laughs) (laughs) is it not only wins the game, so accomplishes the what we would call solves the external problem that Teen Wolf is facing, but it also solves the internal problem of do I have what it takes? Because the whole movie is about him going, are people going to like me for me? And then they end up literally carrying him off on their shoulders because they do like him. He has what it takes to win the day as himself, not just as the wolf. So that climactic scene, that call to action moment solves both the external and the internal problem. All right. So let's jump into some examples created by our our story brand certified guides. These all appear on websites. So the first website is for skin works with an X at the end. And the obvious button to press is shop now. That's what they want us to do. It's clear. It's obvious. It's in the upper right hand corner. It's in the middle of the page. There are beautiful people with beautiful skin, of course, but the obvious button to press is shop now. Shop now. So we often say when we're teaching companies how to do this, what is your quote unquote buy now button, right? So it could say buy now or it could say shop now. If you are an e-commerce company, your call to action really should either be probably shop now or buy now. That really is what you want to have. 
All right, so that example was from Beth Carr. Thank you, Beth. This next example is from Story Brand Certified Guide Tim Yates, and it's for a brand called Platinum PMO. It's a business to business kind of website. And the obvious button to press, it should surprise no one, is schedule a call. Schedule a call. That's fantastic. Super clear. No questions about what I'm supposed to do. And we get the question a lot from B2B companies of, okay, I don't want people to buy my product from my website, so I don't have a buy now button. Yes, you do. It's schedule a call. That's the action that customers need to take in order to move forward in their story and do business with you. Hey, Hero Maker, we've got another podcast recommendation for you. This podcast is called Another Bite. It's hosted by John Dick, Jory Monroe, and Ariel Boswell, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, they break down episodes of everyone's favorite business television show, Shark Tank. They offer their own unique thoughts, spinoff companies, critiques, and even talk with some of the folks who pitched the sharks and lived to tell the tale. From squatty potties to minch on a bench and even that weird golf club you pee into, (laughs) Another Bite takes a fresh look at some of your favorite episodes and even more importantly, answers what these entrepreneurs are up to now. Just like in episode 73, How to Scale Pet-Friendly Weddings with Fairy Tale Pet Care, where the group discusses if the business featured on Shark Tank is a logistical nightmare or if everything will work out yappily ever after. Listen to Another Bite wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. All right, a final example from Story Brand Certified Guide Jessie Congleton. She created a website on behalf of the American Red Cross. And there are two direct calls to action. Donate blood or host a drive. Wait a minute, April. Two calls to action? Doesn't that go against everything we just talked about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Whenever you have two very obvious things that you want people to do, either individually, hey, we know that most people are going to donate blood because it's something they can do on their own and it's super easy for them. And it really is the one that's lit up. It's bright red on the website. So my eye is drawn to it first. But then they know... Well, we also want people who are willing to put in some more effort to host a drive so we can get more people to donate blood. And so they want people to do both, but it's obvious that more people are going to click this donate blood button. Yeah. And their website really is all about that donate blood. So if you look at their website, the majority of it is that story, but they do need that other audience. So if you have two very distinct audiences that you are trying to attract and get to do something. So for instance, if you're Airbnb, Airbnb needs people to rent out homes, like to go on vacation at homes. And then they also need people to offer their homes up to be rented. So they have two different audiences. When you look at their website, their entire website is all about find your home. It's like book now kind of thing. And so it's towards the end user. But they also, you will find a call to action. It's somewhere on the page that says rent out your home or become a host. 
right? Their main website has both calls to action, but it's really focused on one story. Then you click on that secondary button call to action, and that should go to a separate page that focuses on that story. Same with the Red Cross. The main page is about donate, why it's important to donate, how you become a hero by donating. But then Host to Drive goes to a whole other page that is all the story is focused on people who want to host drives. So we always say you want one clear, obvious call to action. It cannot be confusing. It cannot be overwhelming. We can't have any questions about what we're supposed to do. The only way you break that (laughs) is if you have two very distinct audiences, even if you're a wine company who wants to sell to the public and sell to distributors, you can have two calls to action. The primary webpage is going to go towards the people who drink wine. The secondary call to action will go to another page just for distributors. So those are the kind of things that's the only nuance when it comes to calls to action that we will allow you to have two. Otherwise, it's one. One clear, obvious, direct call to action. If you are in that 70% that JJ mentioned and you're a small business and your call to action on your website is not clear, then this challenge this week is really, really, really for you. And if for some reason you are just at a loss because you don't know how to log into your website or you need somebody to come alongside you to help you do that on your website, then hire a StoryBrand certified guide. Just go to Marketing Made Simple and you can hire someone like Beth or Tim or Jesse and they can come alongside you and help you figure this out. It's so important, which is why now, without any further ado, it is time for this week's five minute marketing challenge, a challenge that we're going to give you that you can accomplish in five minutes to create some marketing collateral that will move your business forward at the end of the year. Your five minute marketing challenge is to do an audit. That is actually what I'm calling you to do in this challenge is to do an audit and see where you're missing your call to action buttons. Creating a strong call to action should take you 30 seconds, right? What is the thing that somebody needs to do in order to move forward and buy your product or service? So either shop now, buy now, apply now, schedule a call. You should be able to come up with that very quickly. But the challenge that I'm going to give you is actually going through your marketing materials and seeing, do you have your call to action everywhere? So look at your website. Every single section of your website should have a call to action. It shouldn't just be up at the top. There should not be any part of your website where somebody can be that they do not see your call to action. It needs to be everywhere. So audit your website and see where you need to put more call to action buttons. I want you to look at your social media posts. Are you clear in your posts what people need to do in order to hire you or do business with you? In your social media, you don't need to have the call to action on every single post, okay? You can put some other posts up there that have other pieces of the story in it or things about your family or vulnerability. You can kind of do a lot of different things in social media. However, the mistake people make is that they don't give people calls to action anywhere in their social media. So look at your profile or your links button in your social media. What do people need to do in order to hire you or work with you? Are there posts on your pages that include calls to action? If there are not, you need to add them. The last thing you need to audit is your emails. 
Are there clear calls to action in your emails? Do you have a button in the email or at the bottom or something that they can do easy and quickly to do business with you? So, you know, you can just add a button to an email or just add a link, add a Calendly uh, appointment link that you have or a phone number for them to call. Whatever your call to action is, it needs to be in all of your emails. So take five minutes Write down your call to action if you don't already have one, and then spend five minutes auditing your marketing and figuring out where you need to put more calls to action. When you make it easy and obvious for your customer what it is that they need to do in order to do business with you, you make it so much easier for them to ultimately get your product or service that can solve their problem. Don't make it complicated. Don't make it overwhelming. Make it so easy because when they buy your product, they're going to be able to solve their problem and they're going to be able to be the hero of their own story. That's what makes you a great guide and that's what makes you a hero maker. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Your five-minute marketing challenge starts now and we'll see you next week.